pepperoni, bacon, and store on my pizza. Is that uh, is that why you uh, were trying to wait very patiently for me to? Anyway, hi. This is Memory Lapse Magic the Gathering podcast. Uh, first of all, I would like to apologize for last week's episode. I'm Tim. I'm Genji. And I'm Tyson. And now we, you have to deal with another. You could say that was of- madness. Ah, oh, shit. So a legitimate question: If we keep throwing bacon bits on pizza, is that storm for bacon? Um, I I feel like this this evergreen conversation is I don't know is fucking. You can say, say we're just cycling pizza. through the mechanics. Ah! No, you level up the pizza. Huh. I don't want to live in fear until you devour it. I'm not going to devour it. I'm going to annihilate it. <laughs> That's so, intimidating. <laughs> so, in case anybody uh, hasn't figured it out now, today we're talking about... I feel like about, I've been infected. Talking about some of these mechanics that you can find on the storm scale. Yes. So, let's talk about the storm scale real quick. The storm scale is something that Marl has designed to basically rate things on a scale from... Zero to ten. <laughs> uh, ten being that these cards will almost certainly not have their mechanic printed on them in the future, and zero being things that are evergreen. So, you know, it's stuff that we have in, like, day-to-day magic. Right. You know, first strike, double strike, death touch, trample, defender, uh, scry is an evergreen mechanic these days, after we got the Vancouver Mulligan. Um, yep. Which is... Good. I like it. Just, you know, a handful of simple mechanics that people use in day-to-day magic and what the odds are of us seeing some of these in the future. So, Actually, I see Land Walk on Evergreen. Do we have Land Walk in Standard right now? Um, It doesn't come very often, but sometimes it does. Okay. All right. <laughs> like, I'm sure if you look, there's something with it, but it's probably not super playable. Probably a fringe card, yeah. So where do we want to start on our Storm Scale? Do we want to start at zero, or do we just want to go to the max at ten? Well, let's kind of uh, let's kind of brush through here. You know, we'll just kind of because there's not a lot of really complicated things to talk mm. about here. Like, no, not until we get to later on. Yeah, like at one we have color hybrid, cycling, flashback, landfall, and scry. Yeah, so these are pretty simple mechanics. Oh wow, scry. Okay. Scry is not evergreen. This is a little dated. This yeah, scales so from it's what, 2014. Ever- evergreen. Yeah. Now. Yeah, so, like, we're looking at a slightly outdated scale, but it gives you a good idea of what it is. <laughs> and then, um, so, zero being the easiest thing for new players to understand, ten being the most difficult. Right. Um, something actually broke the scale, which we'll talk about that once we get to it. I feel like we could have done that a lot better by just waiting until we got care. there at the end. I don't care. Basically, setting something up. see, the thing was... It broke me. Okay. About turning it up to 11. Damn it! You just beat me on that joke. I was trying to get there. It's like, Gingy doesn't want to wait. He wants to turn it up to 11 right now. But then Tyson had to steal it from me. Anyways... I got blisters on me fingers! Anyways... On two, or at two, on the scale, we have Convoke, Devotion, Proliferate, Protection, Unearth, and that's actually, that's it. Which, <laughs> so, do we well, want to talk about any of these mechanics for a little well, bit? Well, Protection was formerly Evergreen. So, I can agree with Protection being formerly Evergreen. It is actually more difficult than people realize to explain to new players. Oh, yeah. Um, a question that came up a couple times back during uh, RTR Theros Standard is... I have a Storm Breath Dragon. My opponent casts Supreme Verdict. Did my storm, why is my Storm Breath Dragon dying? 
It's protection from light. That means the spell can't kill it, right? It's not targeting. No. Correct. So this is part of why protection went from being evergreen. Uh, protection reads that it can't be blocked, targeted, dealt damage, or enchanted by anything. Mm-hmm. That's why you couldn't <laughs> chain it to the rocks. That is why whenever a Stormbreath Dragon attacks and you cast something like Celestial Flare and it's the only attacking creature, your opponent has to sacrifice it. Celestial Flare is white. Well, Stormbreath Dragon's protection from white. It shouldn't be able to be sacrificed by this. Well, the thing is, it's not the card doing this. No. It is you choosing it and destroying it because of that. Yes. Mm. Well, because it's targeting the player. Yeah. Essentially, is yeah. target player has a sacrifice. As long as it, nothing creature. targets it, you're fine. Correct. Um, n- not true. Not true. Okay. Um, if something's protection from red, and I cast Blasphemous Act, that okay, red that's creature fine. does not die, but yep. it is also not targeted. That's so, fair. if it deals damage instead of saying destroyed or sacrificed, then it does matter. Correct. You need something that just says it dies, not it takes damage and then dies, or this can do this to it, it just has to go, this is dead. Mm-hmm. Death. What about state-based effects? <coughs> Languish, for example. Oh, it's still super dead. That's okay. another thing that tells it to die. Right. And this is also a way of getting around Hexproof as well. You don't target something directly, yeah. it dies. Correct. Um, so, not super relevant to Evergreen mechanics, but giving something enough minus X minus X... Well, enough minus whatever, the first numbers are relevant, minus X to make the toughness zero is a way to kill it by state-based actions as well. Even mm-hmm. if it's indestructible? Correct. Yes, even if it's indestructible, that's yeah, right. because, so, let's say Wolverine's immortal. Take all of Wolverine's blood out. What's he got? He's dead, Jim. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> More than likely he is and dead. Plus he's not immortal, but we're not going to get into that because that's the wrong topic for it's the podcast. It's an example. Yeah, but still, come on. His bones are indestructible there. Hmm. Not his bones per hey, se. Hey, shut up. We we don't, we're not talking about this. And those aren't Anyhow, really on to three on the Weapon storm scale. Right. My battle cry is loud. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Tim, make its butt zero when it's dead. There you go. Now I, you know. I wouldn't want to do that to Hugh Jackman's butt. Yeah, kinda... he's got a nice butt. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Australians know how to do it. Anyhow. <laughs> Three on the storm scale. <laughs> Battle cry. Double face cards. Cascade. Evoke. Exalted. Infect. Monocolor hybrid. Which is a interesting one to say in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Landwalk. Which was formerly an evergreen mechanic. Persist. Rebound, and that is it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> um, I mean, these are just. Other than infects, like because infects a good mechanic in itself, it's not that difficult to explain. Um, so this should also go to demonstrate, up, just because people have talked about how powerful infect. infect is as a deck and other various things about Infect, this should be a good demonstration that we are not talking about how powerful these cards are. This is a scale of how difficult it is for newer players to understand these cards. And the likelihood of these mechanics coming back as well. Mm. Not only just be like, new players don't understand these things that easily, but like, we, with Infect being at a three, we could probably see it again. Yeah, in fact, it's something that we could very well have again in the future. Now, 
I do believe that having Infect again would be a mistake. Uh, Infect cards are already a terror in Modern. The deck is incredibly powerful. I don't need to make it any better. um, Just an example of how strong it is. I believe every single team at the World Magic Cup played Infect on their team. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure that they did, but I believe every team had an Infect player. Yeah, like the great thing about Infect, and I use the term great loosely, is that it can benefit from pretty much anything you would throw at it that says pump for one. Like, for example, Blossoming Defense has made it into those decks, for crying out loud. I mean, that's a very strong deck. That's plus two, plus two, and hexproof, and your opponent can't redirect it with Spellskite. Because it says target creature you control, Mm -hmm. which means your opponent can't just be like, yes, Spellskite's going to take that. Yeah. There was a blue-red Kiln Fiend deck that took first. Hold on, let's let's see how wrong I was here. So Australian Bolaris did not play Infect. Belgium played Infect. Finland did not play Infect. Greece played Infect. Italy, did. Italy played Infect. Panama did not play Infect. All right, so there's actually less Infect there yeah, than there's I a lot thought, thought in the was. top eight. But I do remember seeing that there was a handful of people on it whenever I was watching coverage. Though I do like this Kiln Fiend deck. Like, I know the American team had uh, Owen Turtonwald on it, for an example. Or the North American team, Team USA, whatever you want to call them. (laughs) Wow. Wow, I do like this. We are currently looking at the blue-red Kiln Fiend deck. And if anybody's ever played uh, Conspiracy Take the Crown with me, I take every Kiln Fiend that comes by. Every single... If I get a... What was it? What was the thing that if you have a creature with power... Goblin Tunneler. If I get a Goblin Tunneler with a Kiln Fiend, you best believe that Kiln Fiend's going to be huge, coming at your ass, and you can't block it. And I love that shit. So, yeah. I know. That's a thing. Let's get through the rest of the storm. Do we want to talk about any of those mechanics as we get through them? Like, none of this stuff seems terribly hard to understand. Monocolor Hybrid is probably the most unique one. Uh-huh. Out of the threes. Okay. Well, um, then let's, let's get into that, then. So the card that we have in front of us here is the example. It is Spectral Procession, mm-hmm. which is either two generic mana or a white mana three times. Mm-hmm. So, so either three white or six colorless or six two colorless, generic. two white. Right. I'm still getting used to that. Or four color, four generic. And a white. And a white. Well, yeah. or, it means know, that it yeah. can be paid yeah. with various things. Either one white mana or two non-white mana is the easiest way to explain it so, per symbol. Tyson, yeah. I have a question now. Okay. What's the CMC of this on the stack? Ouch. I <laughs> six. Dang, son. That's <laughs> got believe real. Six, uh, Procession CMC is six, actually. Dang, son. Give me a, good, a moment to verify. Good hit on mana drain. They pay three, you get six. <laughs> this is how you touch your local ju- judges. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we got him on one. Yeah, because we deal with these cards so often. <laughs> um, but anyways, Exalted is cut. Yeah, CMC on the stack is six, and okay. in hand. So something to note about this card is your opponent cannot Inquisition of Cosmic get away from you. No, but they can say Transgress the Mind. Correct. Yeah. Which is stupid interaction. <laughs> Wait. Oh, Trans... What? They can Transgress the Mind three or more. This is six. Okay, right, yeah. right, right. Right. Transgressive Mind hits either way, though. So. Yeah. So, actually, there's another interesting oh, I mechanic. Oh, it was four more. Anyways. I, it's, not a, it's not as super um, complicated, but I do get a lot of questions of it. I, I, I'm not a judge, but I do TO every now and again when I have to. But 
Rebound actually gets a lot of questions. So Rebound, I feel like it became more relevant in Standard for a bit. Yes. Um, specifically when we were in Dragons. Yes. With Narset that gave everything Rebound? Yes, Narset could get things Rebound. Um, one of the questions... It's a, it's a hard question to explain. <laughs> Something that exiles itself on resolution cannot be rebounded. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that was one that I had to walk somebody through. Um, primarily part the water veil or right. temporal trespass because it was around at that time as well. Right. Um, <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. So they were like, all right, minus two Narset. And then they woke and part the water veil. They're like, all right. Take my extra turn. On my, I'll keep this. And it's like, no, that does not actually work how you want. Hmm. <laughs> Since those cards exile themselves, mm-hmm. whenever they resolve, they don't have the opportunity to go for the rebound replacement effect. Okay. Because they have a self-replacing effect on them. Okay. All right. So that makes sense. <clears throat> Though I have had the question of after you rebound them, where do they go? Exile. So, well, huh? Exile. Do they? Okay. Well, now, all right. So it depends on what you mean by... After they rebound. So let's say I minus two Narset and I cast Dig Through Time. Right. So I Dig Through Time. Now, since it has rebound, mm-hmm. I cast my Dig Through Time. My Dig Through Time goes to exile. Yeah, he means on the well, after you rebound it. After it rebounds. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So after rebound, we go untap, upkeep, and then we cast any rebounded spells. So if you have multiple spells, we choose what order they go off in. Is right, well. right. <clears throat> so during my upkeep, I rebound my Dig Through Time. Right. After that resolves, it goes to the graveyard. Right. Because that's basically how I answer them is, it's casting from exile. Where do cards go when you cast them? Mm-hmm. They go to the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Unless stated otherwise. Right. So, something that I'm looking at here on some most of these mechanics, actually, is a lot of them are very set-specific. Mm-hmm. Like, Exalted is from Alara, Cascades from Alara... Flip cards are from Innistrad. And Shadows. Which, well, well, yeah, this we list came is from Innistrad. Yeah. Also Origins. Which, seeing as yeah. two Alora mechanics are at three, we might actually be revisiting Alora at some point. Which um, could be interesting. It's certainly a possibility. We don't know what's coming after Amonkhet and our yeah. Devastation, Destruction. I think it's Devastation. Oh. It's Devastation. So it's possible we go back to Alora. Because um, they did say, if memory serves, that they want to go set we haven't seen, set we've seen, set we haven't seen, set we've seen. That would be sweet. Um, which, admittedly, the current sets that we're going to are about to break the loop, but since we had Innistrad and Zendikar again, it's possible they want to give us two fresh ones and then restart the cycle from there. Well, anyways, I think we should continue with this scale. Yeah, on to sure. number four. Okay, so for number four, there is a big old pile of cards here. Uh, which I'm going to actually name the first one on the list last, because that's probably one we need to actually look at. But Changeling, Domain, Entwine, Grandeur, Imprint, Miracle, Totem Armor, Undying, and then Bushido. Bushido! Which, oh, I guess that's pretty, it, it, it's it's not, pretty it's, easy, too. Yeah, it's Never not mind. that complicated. No. Not a lot of these are. So, so like, Of course, that's probably why there are four, because they're not... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Bushido uh, showed up in Champions of Kamigawa, and it I think it it makes blocking a lot more difficult for your opponent mm-hmm. because your things get bigger. So that like it's a very interesting mechanic which I actually kind of like, but it it didn't seem that powerful. Actually, like just looking at it, 
Tyson, you have any experience with Bushido? Uh, I do have experience with Bushido. It's an old mechanic. It is considerably easier than uh, flanking, which we'll get to later on as we go through numbers. But the thing I cannot remember about Bushido is, I believe, oh, it works how I think it is. <laughs> so something has Bushido 1. If you block it with, like, four creatures, it only gets the Bushido one once. Yeah. Because you only block once, even yeah. if you're blocking with multiple So whenever this creature or, becomes blocked. Or yeah. blocks. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's a lot Yeah, whenever this creature blocks or becomes blocked. All right. So it's an offensive and defensive mechanic. Actually, I have, a, I have an interesting... The way Domain is worded here, doesn't Wastes make that more powerful? No. Ah! Uh, because it gives it another basic land type. For each basic land type among lands you control. Ah, uh, that is possible, actually. I, yeah, I mean, if it if that's how it's worded, unless it's been errated since, because I know Waste came out after this list. Yeah, Waste came out after Domain. Um, I don't... Give me a moment. Yeah. Well, we need to we need to kind of control your domain abilities. Yeah, it does not include waste in types. Why? Why? I don't know. Like why? Give me a second. That that doesn't. A typeless basic land, so it does not have a type to identify. Where did you see that? Oh, well, it's still. <sighs> That's so dumb. Uh-huh. Yeah, it doesn't have a type to oh, identify. So, yeah, it, so, it doesn't. It just says basic land here. It's not basic land waste. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well. You see it now? I guess. Look at Stupid. that. They considered that. That is pretty dumb. That is pretty dumb. Um, anyways, the rest <coughs> of these are fairly simple. Uh, Entwine's probably the most weird one of these. Um, so, okay. Do you want to... No, go ahead. Ask. Okay, so uh, well, it's, it's, I'm not asking the question. So <laughs> okay. you can set this up for say tooth and nail here. It's mm-hmm. five and then double green. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You can pay the extra cost, which I think is two. Two colors. Two so generic. then it's going to be seven double green, and then you get both of the options. Um, now, whenever you're resolving the spell, if you entwined it, you go in order of what it says on the card. So you would do the search your library for two creature cards, and then you would do the other part. Correct. So that way, they did that with, I think, most cards now is, as you're resolving the spell. You resolve you, them in the order yes. that the modes are, or bullets are, or things of that nature. Whereas, like, if it's a card that has fused, you go from left side to right side. Correct. So, here's one. Oh, um, God. I unexpected results and hit my tooth and nail off the top of my library. I have two mana open. Can I entwine tooth and nail? Let me... Well, we need to look up unexpected <laughs> results now. No. Unexpected Show results is two blue-green. Shuffle your library, reveal the top card, cast the top card of your library without... You may cast the top card of your library without paying its mana cost. If it's a land, you may return unexpected results to your hand and put it back on the field. I believe you can, actually. That's Can you play, pay the... I, I think you can pay the additional cost. Ginger's Be- looking. Because basically what you're doing is you're casting it... And then you're entwining it as an ability of the spell, maybe? No, because you're not you don't have to pay for the mana cost, so I don't think you can. Yeah, but that's not the mana cost. That's It's an additional, additional cost. cost which... So can you entwine it? No. I'm gonna say no. You can in fact entwine this. What the 
Okay. See, I knew I knew this actually as a cheat because of uh, omniscience yeah. and uh, additional costs for that in my EDH deck. So I knew that I could pay additional costs. Right, fair enough. On top of <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyhow, Cyclonic Rift, yo. Um, <laughs> Uh, anyhow, we're so on the other to one's, five. Well, yeah. wait, wait. The other pseudo-confusing mechanic here is Miracle. Ugh. So, Miracle is whenever you draw this card, the trigger goes onto the stack. If your opponent can somehow make you discard that card at instant speed, you don't even get to cast it for anymore example, for the Miracle. For example, Vendillion Click, which comes up a lot with Miracles, or not really in Modern, but... Yeah, so um, in Legacy, Miracles is a deck. Yes. I reveal... Vendillion, or I reveal Terminus is the top card of my deck. My opponent flashes out Vendillion Click. They can then take the Terminus that I revealed as a miracle, put it on the bottom of my deck, and then I just don't even get the cast it for its trigger. Seems good. Also, Seems good, if actually. you have one card in hand, you can go Coligan's Commanded. It honestly yep. feels like a better response to miracles than the Hallowed Moonlights I have on my sideboard. I don't want to talk about it. Actually, I don't what? think that does anything. What? Hallowed Moonlight? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it, well, they, I've been told they don't play Entreat anymore, but it would do something for Entreat. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. it do something for that. Yeah. Terminus I don't really care about, but Entreat is the win condition. All right. Well, not anymore. Right, anyhow, pressing on. Anyhow, on to five. Uh, Chroma, which I've never even heard of this thing. Uh, curse, Morbid, Morph, Soulbound. Soulbond. Hmm. Data Navigator's busted. Enough said. And this is true. I feel like the one that would require the most explanation is Morph, because Morphing is not on the stack. Yeah, so Morphing is a no. really, really weird one. Whenever you play it for its Morph cards, that's on well, the yeah, stack. Well, yeah, but I mean but the ability it of... Isn't. Yeah, the it uses a secondary stack, doesn't it? Or it? It's complicated. Effect for each color symbol. Oh, okay, Chroma's not that big. <coughs> so Chroma is... It basically checks for... It, it checks for devotion, essentially. No, it doesn't. There, there's different chromas. Effect for each color for each color symbol in its mana cost. Right, so what it's doing is it's checking for various things based on what they are. Um, so chroma has you know unique things amongst it. Uh, pull up your Umbra Stalker. So its chroma is Umbra Stalker's power and toughness are each equal to the number of black mana symbols in the mana cost of cards in your graveyard. I'm looking at Fiery Bombardment. Chroma, two generic mana, sacrifice a creature. Fiery Bombardment deals damage to target creature or player equal to the number of red mana symbols in the sacrifice creature's mana cost. Hmm. So depending on what the chroma ability is, it checks for different things. But right. it's mainly looking for mana symbols on cards in zone X, the, the card yeah. itself references. Right. Which is why it seems so hard to understand it by what it says here. Effect for each color symbol in its mana cost. Referring to it as a different card or its own. Correct. So yeah, we're still we're still going through the fairly simple mechanics, but now we're starting to tip the scales to the top half. So do we want to move on, or do we still have more in 5 to talk about? No, I think that's it for 5. Like. Okay. We've gone over Soulbound enough while we've been ranting and raving about Deadeye Navigator. Yeah. Busted. So you want to go through the sixes, Tyson? So, sixes. We have Affinity, Buyback, Champion, Living Weapon, and Ninjutsu, which has parentheses renamed, so I'm a little confused about uh, that. Well, I, I can't click on that to see what it is. No, no. Um, I don't know what it would be renamed, too. That's the thing. 
I can tell you. Um, well, while we're doing that, no. let's uh, let's talk about these. So probably, probably the one where there's some confusion out of most of these. The real one is buyback. I feel like there's probably some confusion in all of these, if we're yeah. going to be honest. Well, it's just a thing where you got to point out that with buyback, you have to pay the buyback <coughs> cost when you cast it. It's not after resolution you decide to buy it back. Right. Um, so buyback is determined as you pay cost when you cast the spell. Um, champion, not terribly hard, in my opinion, to understand. Uh, something that's interesting, though, with champion, because one of... Our friends did this, and it does this in modern because he plays fairies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can champion non-creature tribal things. Correct. Being Bitter Blossom, which is an enchantment. Right. Being, you know, your animated mutable. That's adorable, actually. And then you stifle the champion trigger. <laughs> I mean, you can do that. Yep. <laughs> so well, champion, not terribly hard to understand if you read the ability, but could be confusing. The big thing is that the card that it champions, which is the one that you sacrifice it, you actually exile it. Yeah. So you're sacrificing it to exile, which is weird. And then what happens when you stifle the trigger? (coughs) Which one? The champion trigger. Which part? Well. (laughs) The inside or the outside? You... (laughs) Uh, Champion will trigger twice. When it Once when it enters, and when it the enters. thing leaves. Um, so since you... This enters the battlefield sacrifice unless you exile another... Oh, we're getting him blank all day. ...blank you control. Well, you guys are asking annoying things. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I yeah, because that's, that's <laughs> the storm scale, baby. Like, that's what we're doing here. I didn't realize this was one just for me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this enters the battlefield, sacrifice it unless you exile another thing. So if they actually, what they can do is you stifle or trick mine or whatever. Squelch. The champion trigger. It's not an activated ability. Hmm? Squelch is activated ability. Oh, right, right, right. Never mind. Yeah. Um, so you tag the trigger, and then since they don't sacrifice anything, or since they don't exile anything, they just sacrifice the creature, I believe. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Anyway, so you're asking me a question you don't even know yourself. I don't because you were. I was. Uh, I was playing against this particular uh, fairies player. I had tricked mine to my sideboard, and I just never thought to uh, sideboard it. And I was told I should have. I want to know why. Probably because it works the way that I think it does. Okay. Okay. <laughs> As he looks up the particular fairy card, because I was getting. There's what? not even rulings for this. I was getting what misbind uh, clicked. Look up. Yeah, you were getting misbind. Look up this one. Friends run. Tapping all of my lands on turn four. All of my control deck lands. Even though I'd be told I wasn't playing playing control deck, I was playing an aggro shell. Nope. Never mind. I'm going to say if you stifle the trigger, they can't sacrifice, which means they have to exile it. Or since they can't exile, they have to sacrifice it. But do they still exile as part of the cost? No, 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 no. They get both. <laughs> I know why he was saying it now. You tri- you um, you don't stifle the champion trigger. Now that I've thought about this in the card that we're talking about, I understand why he said to bring it in. Oh, so, stifle the tap trigger. Yeah. yeah, you don't stifle the champion. Stifling the champion actually makes it so that they have both of the things. Yeah. Okay. Or um, you can they stifle don't, the since leaves. They don't have to, 
since they don't have to exile anything because it's stifled, they don't have to, you know, sacrifice anything. So basically, um, I will squelch the trigger whenever they're like, tap all your lands. No. Squelch you, would still work there, wouldn't it? Squelch is activated ability, it's not triggered. No, you trick, trick bind. bind. You trick bind the ability to tap down your stuff. Or not the, the champion, champion to leave. Yeah, champion to leave, maybe, because it should. It would be a die trigger causing it to come back. So I want it leaving the battlefield. So I want both Trick Bind and Squelch on my sideboard. Then. Squelch doesn't do anything in this, in this scenario. It's, they're, no, all I, mm-hmm. they're all triggers. They're all triggers. What are all triggers? All of these. No. No, he's saying no. you want Squelch for the fetches and Trick Bind for the other stuff. Yes. That's what I don't saying. think you want the Squelch. Just play Shadow of Death. Oh, yeah? <laughs> How was uh, that turn two losing a land working for you, Bob? Oh, no, I seven. wanted to go over Living <laughs> Weapon. Living Weapon. Okay. So, Living Weapon says you make a 0-0... Zero, zero super and salty with Squelch one day. Shut up, Tim! <laughs> <laughs> and attach the thing to it. So, the thing about this is the 0-0 zero, zero comes attached to that. Yeah. Normally, whenever we have 0-0s, zero, they die, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, but, since Living Weapon is saying that it automatically attaches this to it, it basically treats it... It basically shortcuts it being a 0-0 zero, zero and makes it a XX where it's getting its bonuses from whatever... Equipment it has on the living weapon. Basically something that enters with counters because whenever they start off as a 0-0 and enter as something with, you know. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's basically it entering with this uh, equipment attached to it. Yeah. Essentially. Um, Oh, God. Yes, Tim, you are reading this next one. Am I? Timmy's on seven. Oh, yeah, you are. Uh, (laughs) Annihilator. Devour. Fear. Shut your mouth. Intimidate. (laughs) Kinship, level up, metalcraft, provoke, rampage, good lord. Keep going. Rampage, recover, retrace, shadow, snow. Snow! (laughs) It's not snowing right now. Continue. Split second, vanishing. And that's it. (laughs) Yeah, that's all. For seven. That's all the seven. So where do we want to start here? Let's... Right. Let's go from the top to the bottom. At the top, I stop. Are we? Are, what, are we doing all of them? I don't think we really have to go over Let's Annihilator. Go over, uh, I don't know. How's Annihilator? How's Annihilator work, Tim? Whenever this creature attacks, defending player sacrifices and permanence, which is Annihilator number, which is fucking ridiculous. All right. So when I'm the defending player. Do I block before I sacrifice things? No. no. Why not? I'm the defending player. Why don't I get to defend first? Because you get attack, attack triggers staff. first. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Attack triggers happen before, before you can block, so, before damage. Blockers. So, where's this happen then? Can you explain this In to me? In the attack step. Okay. Before declared blockers. Okay, so you attack and then I do this before I block? Yes. Okay. That sounds really, really strong. It is really, really strong, by the way. Yeah, thanks. And and the permanent, so they, you can hit land. Well, they can sacrifice land. Yeah. So can I, blo- can I sacrifice the thing I'm going to block with? No. Well, well, you could, but you don't yeah, block you with can, it. Yeah, you can, but you don't block first, so... <laughs> Welcome yeah, so, to the questions we get as judges so, on some of these things. So, by the way, this is why when the Eldrazi were reprinted, they didn't have Annihilator. <laughs> Alright. Um, devour is pretty simple. Sacrifice the thing, get bonuses equal to the Devour value. Uh, fear. Fear and Intimidate are basically the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. One I mean, just are they the, actually are sort of for the most no, part. No, one of them's black creatures. The other ones share the creatures. Yeah, yeah. Shared color. Yeah. What is intimidate is reworked. Um, intimidate is the reworked fear. Right. 
Oh. Still, still seven, still formerly evergreen. <laughs> still like we That's can't. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, kinship's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, kinships at the beginning of your upkeep, you may um, look at the top card of your library. If it shares a card type with whatever card is giving the kinship ability, you may reveal it. If you do, do effect X. Okay. Where each card has its own effect. <laughs> so the big thing to know about level up is that it had to be done as a sorcery, yeah. which created a lot of complications because people are used to being able to activate abilities whenever they want right. at instant speed. Also, Tyson, um, here's a question. Hold on. Okay. It also creates the question of, if I have a hypersonic dragon as an example that says that I can cast sorceries as though we're at instant speed, can I now do this at instant speed? No. Absolutely not. Yeah, the answer is Because no. it's not actually a sorcery. It's just right. specifying that you can only do this at sorcery speed. Actually, you know what? It's funny. That caveat is thrown in lots of things to make them suck just a little bit. Um, it makes them more balanced is the real thing. You know what isn't balanced and is just put on there to make it into a dick? If Dustmantle Guildmage... Or not Dustmantle Guildmage. Yeah, Dustmantle Guildmage. I'm not talking about a level up card. I'm talking about an enchantment Neither in one I. of the new EDH decks. All right, before you guys get into this too much, um, Tyson... Nah, that's not what I'm thinking of. Do, oh, are, these, are these at level 1 or level 0 whenever they enter the battlefield? They're at 0! Which is probably another question that came up. Yeah. Um, Demir Guildmage actually has... Its abilities are at sorcery speed, otherwise it would be straight busted. Because every time you draw for your turn, I'd just make you discard your card. Oh my god. And at the this end of each of your turns, I'd just draw cards. Christ, this was actually printed before the Commander deck. I thought this was... Yeah, that's a reprint. Yeah, um... Hoofprints of the Stag. Stag. Only sorcery... You can you can only do this ability as a sorcery speed. Which is kind of funny. Because it's like... A friend of mine was playing the... Uh, which deck was it with the, the Melodist couple? <laughs> um... Because I always... Re I always forget their names. something? I don't remember their names. Whatever, like the group hug deck that came out with Commander 2016. I had this deck and had a bad time with it, and uh, I was using my buddy's deck because he got a Traxa, and I was about to stomp him with a Traxa, and he's like, well, I'm going to make these four four white elemental creature tokens, and I'm like, guess what, bud? You can only do that at sorcery speed. You are dead as shit. Stalwart Unity. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And uh, Kanaios and Tiro of Melodus. Yeah. It's like, that's great, except it's not. <laughs> Because, you know, sorcery speed. So, but anyway, continuing along. Other mechanics in this that would be difficult to explain to new players is Rampage, actually. Oh, yeah. So, Rampage never really had its rules text printed on the cards. It was just, like, Rampage 2 on stuff. Yeah, it looks... So that one took a long time for people to actually figure out properly. Well, that that's kind of just how they dealt with that kind of shit in the old cards, like Cumulative Upkeep and Rampage mm. and just older cards. Well, cumulative Upkeep actually makes sense, though. Because, you know, it's something that accumulates over time. It's cumulative. Right, right. And then we're going to find this on, like, a higher storm number, which I'm sure we will. Uh, anyways, Vanishing is rather simple. Uh, split second... It has some complicated interactions, but all in all, it's fairly simple. Yeah, like unmorphing with the spell with split second on the stack. Or, you know, activating my mana abilities. Because people don't realize that you can... So mana abilities supersede the stack, which is weird. Yeah. And people just don't seem to understand that one very often. 
Um, so my opponent casts, like, Wipe Away on my Caracas. And I float white mana. They're like, well, you can't activate its abilities. Well, the thing is, it's a mana ability. I can't use its tap return legendary creature to, your owner, to its owner's hand, but I can still get mana from it. Right. And then there's the counterbalance thing. Yeah, the I used earlier as an example. You know, my opponent casts Crows and Grip on my counterbalance. I reveal the top card. My opponent goes, hey, you can't do that. Except, well, the thing is it says you can't do spells or activate abilities. Right, triggered that's abilities triggered still ability. happen. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. So, pressing on down the list. On to the eights. Okay. Uh, eights, we have <coughs> Echo, Flip Cards, Madness, which we just got that. Mm-hmm. Why did we... Whatever. Uh, I mean, Madness is relatively difficult to explain. Uh, there are people that still don't resolve their Madness spells properly. Anyways, uh, we have Echo, Flip Cards, Madness, Radiance, Ripple, and Threshold. And by Flip Cards, it means the ones that, have, that can spin. It means the, the original the Kamigawa ones. Yeah. So, it means... Flip cards, not double face cards. And I like how this doesn't even go through the effort of giving examples anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just dumb with it. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, if you go to the regular, the original image of it, it does give you examples of it. Well, that's that's not a thing we're doing right now, because that's actually different from these What lists. just happened? You broke it. <laughs> that's, actually, it. that's actually different from this list, because I was just looking at it, and I was like, there are some things that are different than what you were saying, so... You know, you're Why not is that an 8 or a 4? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> so, like I said, this is the difficulty to explain slash likelihood to be reprinted list. 9 or 7? So, hold on, I'm getting there. Um, so the reason that Bushido is 8 or 4, although I think it was a 7 on our list, I wasn't it? I think it was. Exactly, like there's different lists. So, like, so let's, say, mean... let's say it's 7 slash 4. Get back to the original list. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Rude? Get back Get back with um, the rest of the group. So we're on 7 slash 4 for Bushido, or wherever Bushido fell. It fell in 5, I think? Anyhow. Can, can we press on? We're if kinda... Bushido gets a new name, since it's not, you know, isolated to Kamigawa Block, you know, the ninja place, which is the same thing about uh, Ninjutsu getting a potential rename, they could print it again, is what they're saying with that, by having two numbers there. There's Ninjutsu at 6. Hey, let's get back down to 8's, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm trying to find it for you. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> All right. Find it. Well, can we please? Pressing forward. You always bitch at me for spiraling us out of control. Can we just stay on topic now? We're rippling out of control. Thank you. I'm approaching my threshold. I'm dealing with those. This is madness. I'm We're going to clash. Do you realize no. that? This we are going to clash. Sparta. I'm just hearing echoes now. Anyhow. Offer me the radiance. I just, I just want to see <laughs> So okay, a lot of these cards haven't been around in a long time. Uh, most recently, we did get Madness again, which I'm kind of surprised we got something that was an 8 yeah. back. Um, I've probably had more questions about Madness than I have any other mechanic that we've had here in recent time. Mainly because... All right, so we go to my end step and I discard. Can I cast that spell? Yes. Yeah. All right, where do we go then? We go back to passing priority after that, to before where you discarded. Then you go to see if you have to discard again. Derp. <laughs> yeah. So madness creates a really awkward scenario where you can potentially just like keep going through if you somehow play a madness card that lets you discard a card and then draw cards or whatever. Right. Um, <coughs> so ripple is a card I was telling these two about. There's only one card I know that relevantly has ripple. 
and it only gets played in uh, Commander. And it's a card by the name of Thrumming Stone that gives all of your spells Ripple 4. And people play in, like, Relentless Rats and Shadowborn Apostle decks. Because you just, you know, ripple through your deck at that point, hitting your 40 or whatever number of copies of Relentless de uh, Rats or Shadowborn Apostles. Seems crafty. It's the kind of thing I like. It's the kind of thing I like. So ripples when you cast a spell, you may reveal the top and cards of your library, by the way. Um, you may cast any revealed cards with the same name as this spell without paying their mana cost. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. Or put the rest on the bottom of your library. I'm assuming in any order. This is the thing about having old uh, card rules and stuff. I am pretty sure it mechanics. does say any, in any order. Um... Radiance is probably my favorite one to come from this, especially a card named Bright Flame that I used to play in EDH back when I played Red White. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think it's sweet. Um, casting Bright Flame in EDH is actually just devastating because you pick a... So Radiance is red, red, white, white, X, I think? Yes. Yes, you okay. are correct. So it's red, red, white, white, X. Radiance... Uh, Bright Flame deals X damage to target creature and each other creature that shares a color with it. You gain life equal to the damage dealt this way. Damn. So you just deal like three to everything green God. and just completely bury half your EDH table while gaining like 90 life. Jesus. So let me just see what... Was this thing... Uh, oh. This was... All right. It was a sorcery to keep it a little more balanced. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sorcery. Uh... But anyhow, the thing is that it was sweet. Right. I bet it felt sweet. Oh, oh yeah, right. it did. Especially in EDH, because you know people are playing specific colors. Right. So, uh... Well, yeah, you know exactly what colors they're playing as you see their commander, and you're Timmy, like, I think uh -huh. you go on to nine. No, you oh. go to nine. No, I, I do ten. But I, I don't want to do eleven. I'm doing ten on the storm scale. That's true. <laughs> Understandable. No, okay. he's not doing it. Go on, Timmy, get us on nine. All right, I'll get you on nine. We have Clash. Clash with this tiny little fucker. Flanking. We already did that. We already did that twice Shh. where we made those jokes. It's done. I'm phasing out of here. Shit! You're about to get suspended. Stop stealing my jokes! <laughs> anyway, Clash. Flanking. Horsemanship. Phasing! I'm going through this list! Suspend! Tribal! Untap! World! Losing my goddamn mind! Tap her so hard she went untap and then untap step. That's sexist. Anyway... How? I'm just kidding. So anyway, let's... That's something you'd have no experience about. <laughs> ba -ba -da -ba -da -ba. Woo! So... You can't make those jokes anymore. Shh! Anyhow. Sh you're a precious flower. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, is there anything we want to talk about here? Um, world enchantments and how they don't exist anymore. Okay. <laughs> so... World used to be there could only be one world enchantment on the battlefield at a time. Okay. Um... The closest equivalent that I have for what that might be like would be field zones in Yu-Gi-Oh. So if I had a concordant crossroads, which used to be a world enchantment, nobody else could have a world enchantment. That's actually what I was about to look up. Um, another world enchantment, I believe, was Opalescence back in the day. I don't think he spelled that right. Probably not. Opalescence is uh, not an easy word. Hold on. Spell. Urza's Destiny? 
No, other non-Aura enchantments, so it was not a world enchantment. Each other global enchantment is a creature with power and toughness each equal to its converted mana cost, still an enchantment. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I was looking at the rules. Uh, the and it's become... Thing. So it was... It was errata fairly quick already. Yeah, it's become each other non-Aura enchantment is a creature in addition to its other types and its base power <laughs> and toughness. Uh, each equal to its converted mana cost. Jesus, there's a lot of these. I don't things. even know how many of these cards were actually playable, if we're going to be honest. Well, those oh, those are one ones. That's sweet. Yeah, yeah, that's that's playable, actually. No, Nether oh, Void's the list. most playable one on this list. No, living, well, the thing is, Living Plane is a preparation for a, a blowout. Or like Elish Norton's yeah. shit. Null Chamber used to be a good one. But the point is that World Enchantment, World Enchantment has basically had its time and is now done with and gone away. Oh my god, Tim, read this. Winter's Night, Payanaya, World Enchantment. Whenever a player taps a snow land for mana, that player adds one mana to his or her mana pool of any type that land produced. That land doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step. Huh. You know something? <laughs> Anyhow. I am building an EDH deck that might like that. <laughs> Just make as much mana as possible and woo! Actually, probably like Living Plane, too, for reasons of Jeskai Ascendancy. Let's untap every creature. Oh, by the way, my lands are creatures. Woo! <laughs> so, world has gone through the wayside. Right. Untapping spells, basically, as you cast them, has gone away. We don't have things like, you know, snap and time spiral and stuff like yeah. that anymore. They're just... They realized very quickly that giving people free spells was a bad idea and it was too strong. Well, yeah. I mean, it's still there, but not in the capacity of making them free. Like, pour over the pages gives you that. But it's, yeah, kind of. But to a lesser degree, you don't get all the mana you paid for it. No, but it's Look still... Look at Palancron. Palancron is nuts. Let's not... Peregrine Drake. But, I Break mean, not, it's just to say that it's still there. It's not completely gone. I it's mean, we're unlikely not that they'll reprint it. Uh, to the full extent where the spell is free. Yeah, but it's it's still there. Yeah. Oh my um, god, Peregrine Drake breaking popper. <laughs> Phasing is bull poo, we're not going to go over that. Suspend? No, we're not at all. No. no, why not? Nothing relevant. What if something phasing. has phasing twice? Taniwa. Nothing relevant has You run Taniwa and Zedru and you give it to somebody. Nothing relevant does. has phasing. It just has phasing, like that's it. Anyhow. Uh, suspend. Flanking, we got flanking again. Hang on. And what? It's irrelevant. EDH. Nothing plays it. No! We got an EDH as a partner. You no. better talk about Here's that. Here's why. Thing. Here is why you, you give Tawny Wad to somebody an EDH. Summon Legend. It's a three and two blue. Summon Legend. Phasing and Trample. At the beginning of your upkeep, all lands you control phase out. And that is why you have it in Zedru and give it to somebody. <laughs> so, yes! Yes! Are Phasing you playing Zedru? I, that was actually in my very first EDH deck. I played Zedru first. But the problem was I was new to EDH, so it was too complicated for my <laughs> feeble mind. But now I feel like I can pull it off. Anyhow, suspend's a relevant mechanic. <laughs> so uh, is we, blanking. No, it's not. Suspend we have in modern. Oh my god, what a poopy face. <laughs> Call me names, I gotta seize now. So, suspend actually exists in modern. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes legacy. Right. People play Rift Bolt. Uh, modern is picking up Crater Gargadon and Dredge. 
Yeah. As a way to help dodge anger of the gods. And ancestral visions. Yeah, I mean, how are we going to yeah, talk about suspend and not too. talk about ancestral visions? Probably the most widely used suspend card. Eagles are pretty good. Even after four yep. turns. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, those are things I have to suspend. At the beginning of your upkeep, you tick something down. When it hits zero, you get to do the effect, basically. Put it on the stack, see if it resolves. Because it is casting then. It's not so, just happening. Well, here's the thing that causes questions with suspend. Um, so you pay the cost and exile with four time counters. Can I counter this spell at that point? No. Mm-hmm. Well, why not? Because it's not being casted. It's being. It's not being put on the stack. It's being suspended. You don't counter it until it's actually being cast. Yeah, suspend just makes a lot of questions that mm-hmm. are really... I, I feel like we're grilling you to tell us about these mechanics, but then in another spectrum you're like, so are you fuckers ready to be judges? How much do you, you know? You know what's adorable? <laughs> that I'm not done talking about suspend yet? Who cares? Well, I'm talking about suspend too. <laughs> okay. Uh, your spells have haste. Correct. The spell itself has haste. Not the creature, the spell. Yeah, it's usually only yeah, relevant on the creatures, but yes. Like, um, your rift bolt has haste. So the thing of note, um, you take off the last time counter. I cast Trickbind. What happens? It stays in exile. You only know this because you played Shroud the Spug. <laughs> no, I know this because my friend plays Jora of the Gitu in EDH. <laughs> so the thing is, ticking down counters on suspended cards, that happens during the upkeep, but whenever you cast, it creates a trigger to cast the spell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Okay. What else? What do what you get? Tribal. Tribal is one that a okay. lot of people had trouble with. So it gave creature types to things that normally don't have creature types. Like Bitter Blossom. Hello, this is a tribal fairy enchantment. Wait. Wait, I got one for you. <laughs> I got one for Tim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All is dust. Our tribal sorcery Eldrazi. <laughs> is this really? Is this what this has um, become? Tarfire. If you ask me, I think tribal Eldrazi should be on the storm scale goblin, of I believe. No. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. Tarfire is goblin. I know it is, but I can't remember the sinister story. Yeah, tribal instant goblin. Is there a um? I'm all, I no, I can't just advance search tribal. Uh, what about? Is there an elf one? That's an instant or sorcery. I imagine. <laughs> Probs. Oh. We're just gonna fucking. So all well, of the, the research does not contain Tarfire. Okay, so can we just can we can we, this. can we do this, please? Can we continue? Anyhow, sure. So that's probably our most um, difficult one to get through. It's tribal. Just people don't seem to really understand it very well and what it did. <laughs> so, I'm going to read the tens on our storm scale. Well, you're checking text. You should be checking type. Oh, Which right. are banding. Because okay. we all know how fun banding is. The tens. And storm. Oh, One of my boy. favorites. Yeah. Um, so, banding basically goes... This is banding. This is now with this. And the attack is basically a unified attack. 
If I could see, you know, the text for it and the guy next to me... You have a laptop! I didn't get the website. Oh my god. Any creatures with banding and up to one without can attack in a band. Bands are blocked as a group. If any creature with banding you control is blocked... You control are blocking or being blocked by a creature? You divide that creature's combat damage, not its controller, among any of the creatures it's being blocked by or is blocking. So basically with banding, you get to choose how your opponent deals their combat damage. Okay. Which is, at this point in the game, when nobody's dealt with banding in years, is really, really difficult. Because I'm used to going, I deal two to this and one to this, and that's that. Not, you deal one, one, and one to these. <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute, no. I have control of my damage, you silly goose. No, no you don't. Uh, not anymore. Not this time, asshole. Okay, so. And then Storm I've talked about a couple of times. You keep track of the spells you cast, and then whenever you cast that spell, you add a copy for every other thing that you've cast, basically. I, I don't want to talk about 11. <laughs> but Ginger, we got to turn it up to 11. Because there's something more broken on the Storm scale than Storm. Yep. <laughs> I don't want to read what it does. Yeah, you think banding was an absolute wall of shit. Just wait till you hear what's on a lot. Alright, anyways, uh, it's bands with others. This creature can attack in a band as long as at least one creature has bands with factor. Bands are blocked as a group if at least two creatures you control, one of which has bands with others, factor... Or blocking or being blocked by the same creature, you divide that creature's combat damage, not its controller, among any of the creatures it's being blocked by or is blocking. God. So, so, so basically... Well, <laughs> so basically banding for tribal or some shit. Like banding for specific types, I guess. I don't know. I never dealt with this shit. I don't want to. Alright, so... There's actually a cycle of lands. <laughs> okay. Of course there is. Like, this is not even a drill. This is a real thing that happened in this damn game. They gave us a cycle of lands at Uncommon from Legends that is all your insert color here, Legends, gain bands with other Legends. God. Okay? Now... No, it's, I'm good. I am so, so good on that. So, yes. Ginger so, Reese's hand, by the way. If you have... This is going to get convoluted. Oh my god, I'm probably try gonna to slap keep the shit out of you for If you have right. any creature... Okay. Well, say a green legend, for example, with this land. Uh-huh. And then you, say, have Progenitus. Uh-huh. Um, and they attack as a band. Do they have protection as a band? I mean, Progenitus does. Yeah, I know, but can they can't block the band. Yeah, since they're blocked as a group, but I... So here's I, the thing. Does it have protection from banding with others? <laughs> Actually, Progenitus would, because that's protection from everything. Uh, okay, for... If a creature has Sword of Fire and Ice more skills, Huh? If if one of these creatures has a protection from say blue, okay, and you attack a person, can they block with a blue creature? No. 
The more you know. Gives everything protection for blank. Okay. No, it doesn't. All right. They can't be blocked by it, but... Yeah, that's what I meant. Or... Okay. But yeah, so... Uh, to give you an idea, I've got Adventurer's Guildhouse up. It's land. Green legendary creatures you control have bands with other legendary creatures. The full text on this thing is... Oh, God. Any legendary creatures can attack in a band as long as at least one has bands with other legendary creatures. Since all of your legends have this... Um... All of your green legends have this. They One of them has bands with other legendary creatures. Bands are blocked as a group if at least two legendary creatures you control, one of which has bands with other legendary creatures, are blocking or being blocked by the same creature. You divide that creature's combat damage on its controller among any of the creatures it's being blocked by or is blocking. Did he not already read that? When no, I was yawning. That. No, because heard... this one's bands with other. Oh my god. So the thing is, Banding is... Banding can only band with one non-banding thing. Bands with other legendary creatures. Says you can just ban them with all of your other legendary creatures. So let's say and I'm like playing band of five yeah, color like legendary creatures. And I have one green creature. Mm -hmm. And I have Adventurer's Guildhouse out. So that my green legendary creature has bands with other legendary creatures. It can band... With my white one, my black one, my blue one, and my red one. Instead of just banding with one of them. And now you're dead. So, okay. That is how that works. Okay, okay. Well, it's just the idea that the banding explanation was read three times with, like, one word switched out in each one. So, <laughs> But that one word's relevant. Oh it's what changes fuck. banding from 10 to bands with others to 11. Yes, the bands with factor that was read before it became bands with legendary when you read it again. Yeah. <laughs> so... Jesus, that's like three minutes of my life I'm never getting back. Damn right. <laughs> so um, I wonder how many times we said blocked or is being blocked by. Probably a lot today. Enough. <laughs> Enough. Um, so is there any anything else we have to... I wonder what the storm count on that is. I had to. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, uh, I, think, I think that's about all we have to yeah, talk about now. We, we've covered... Probably. I mean, there are a lot of mechanics that have come out recently that are not on there, like Delve and uh, Dash yeah, wasn't on there. I Dash think. wasn't on there. It's correct, uh, but you know these are out of date lists. Fuse wasn't, which is uh, you know split cards. Fuse? I thought that was meld. No. no. Oh, you're talking about Fuse the, the from RTR block, right? And then there was meld. And then meld wasn't on there. So the big one to note that's not on here, Ginger, you go ahead and read the list. Uh, absorb arcane aura swap battalion blood rush bloodthirst colored artifact dredge evolve extort fortification frenzy fuse gravestorm hellbent modular overload poisonous populate splice split sunburst transfigure and unleash the most what's relevant fortification? what's fortification fortification is literally only on one card it's on a land uh, or no, like, land enchantment. It's a land enchantment. It's yeah. like Darksteel Garrison. Yeah. Yep. Literally the only thing with it. Uh, it's future sighted, by the way. It's artifact fortification. Fortified land has indestructible. So it's basically an enchantment. It's an equipment for a land. That's sweet. I yep. like it. Yep. Um, yeah, I believe we talked about that in an episode way, way back ago. Yeah. Um, the most relevant one on this list, in my opinion is dredge 
basically yeah. dredges so far up the storm scale on breaking the game, the Wizards doesn't even want to acknowledge it and put it on the storm scale. Because, like, dredge honestly fundamentally breaks magic. It's not something you can interact with. It's just, oh, well, instead of drawing, I'm going to do this. If, um, if your opponent can't draw more than one card in a turn and they cast, you know, like, Faithless Looting, they can still dredge twice. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a replacement effect for drawing cards. Since you didn't draw another card, you just dredge. Yeah. Like, dredge, oh. dredge fundamentally breaks the game. No. Mechanics above a 7 may still return it if it fits the theme or mechanics of the set. Like Madness. Mm-hmm. That's okay. why we didn't know that was there. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I just like how, how it's like... The key, zero, evergreen, one, inevitable, two, almost certain, three, strong chance, four, most likely, five, more likely than not, six, maybe, seven, unlikely, eight, long shot, Don't nine, close to never, ten, almost impossible, eleven, bands with others. It's, it's literally <laughs> just that. Like, it, it's not like, this is never going to happen, it's just like... Read what this thing does, and you tell me if you want this back. No, no. You don't want it. You don't want it. I just want to make somebody else's life miserable by doing it. What, bringing it back? Yeah. yeah. Well, You're a judge. Have fun. Right? <laughs> That's why I said You're... somebody else's, not mine. You're only going to end up making your life miserable because you're going to have to field the questions. Bands with yeah. other fits the set of the... Th fits the theme of the set. We're doing it. <laughs> Last set of magic. Bands with other Eldrazi. Bands with tribal. <laughs> okay, so anyway. Bands with storm. Okay. <laughs> Alright, we're devolving into insanity now, or at least I am. So I think this might be a good time to end this. Let's cycle this out. <laughs> oh, God. So you would say next week we might have flashbacks of how horrible this was. Oh, I'll be remembering this for the rest of my life. How devoted are you, Tim? Fuck. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I know I go like the cycle of every other podcast I remember to say the email, but we didn't get any, probably because I didn't say what the email was last week, but contact us at memorylapsepodcast at gmail.com. You, you can say much. he's persistent about making sure that he says it. That okay. was a little rebounded. Bye, everybody. See ya. Good night, guys. What a miracle morning, we got through this. Or whatever this. you're listening. <laughs>